Welcome to Connectivity. My name is Nicholas Scott. I'm the founder of Music and Soul, Music Therapy and Wellness Services. And each week I try to come on here and spread some awareness about music therapy, um, different ideas of how you can incorporate music more into your life, and also ways that you can connect music to other things, like nature. <laughs> you guessed it. Today's episode is on music and nature, and I am going to give you five different tips that you can use to deepen your connection to nature with music. So, before I started this uh, talking, <laughs> you heard at the beginning um, my dulcimer. So this beautiful instrument, I actually love to take with me to nature. Now, what is nature? Well, to me, <laughs> I have such a deep reverence for nature. Um, so much so that I actually revere nature as a goddess, as a deity. I deify her, and I call her Mama Moksha, or Mata Zemnya, um, which really translates to Mother Earth from Ukrainian. You know, nature is life-giving. It's wise, it nurtures you. Nature can be ruthless, yet it's unconditional in its ability to nourish our bodies, our minds, our hearts, and even our spirits. When I observe nature, I find that I am in awe, wonder, and Sometimes, you know, the more wild of an area that I'm in, uh, a good healthy dose of fear. <laughs> I'm Ukrainian, and I had the privilege of growing up 
in my culture and learning a bit more about my culture. But I was also raised Catholic. So the traditional ways of Ukraine um, weren't fully taught to me. There were traditional things but that we did, but we didn't do it with the same reverence or intention that natives to Ukraine may do it. Um, and that's just because of moving away from the motherland. But I've been finding myself these days using music and connecting to nature through that lens of paganism. I'm also Canadian, and I've had the honor of developing relationships with several Indigenous communities, uh, primarily the Ojibwe community, through attending drum circles, different ceremonies, and sharing fire uh, in different ceremonies. And um, it was really in these experiences that I have to give credit to my learning more and more different ways of connecting to nature, especially using music to uh, connect to nature and the spirits and everything that is all around us. And I mention these experiences because, as I said, all of these different experiences, being Ukrainian and learning more and more about how we honor nature and also learning from Indigenous culture in Canada, how to use music in the drum and singing, um, to connect to nature and revere it. These are all the experiences that I have, and these are all the experiences that I am going to use um, to talk about what I'm talking about, connecting to music, or connecting to nature <laughs> through music. So, um, you know me, I'm a bit of a history buff. So I just wanted to share a little comparison as well as to Ukraine and Canada and primarily Ukrainians and Indigenous people and how the cultures are actually quite similar. Um, despite really aggressive efforts from the USSR in the 1930s and 40s uh, to eradicate ancient ways of practicing magic and connecting to nature, Ukrainians persevered, and they preserved their way of life through music. <laughs> um, and when I think about the teachings I received from the indigenous communities, um, you know, they also share such a similar history. Um, Canada and British colonizers um, you know, through the unjust and imposed colonization, they too experience similar hardships. But music making and drumming is now being used to preserve the older ways of living and the spiritual aspects of it, and also revive Indigenous communities in Canada. So it's quite beautiful to see how in both cultures, music has been used to um, maintain the integrity of these spiritualities and, and ways of being. When I listen to the folk songs, 
I of either culture, I see common themes. And the main themes that I find are describing nature, talking about the nature spirits and honoring them, and also sharing stories of experiences and things that have happened. Music making, I find, can be a very special way to make your presence known to the universe. And musical instruments and precious songs can be used to converse with the spirits of nature and your own ancestors. So music continues to be used to pray, alter states of consciousness, and connect. It's it's really like talking about it, you may hear, I'm talking about it in present tense. And the reason why is because these ways are still being practiced. Talking about them, it may seem distant, just or inaccessible just because of the digital age that we're in. Um, and you may also fear appropriating another culture by wanting to investigate using music and nature. I'm going to answer all of this <laughs> with something that Elder Blue told me at York University. She said, everyone is native to the earth. And she asked me, what is your culture? When people come to me and ask me about indigenous ways and to teach them, I first ask them, do you know anything about your own culture and the ways in which your own culture honored and celebrated nature? That inspired me. <laughs> Hearing those words um, inspired me to investigate even more into my own Ukrainian roots and um, see how our culture honored nature. And I've learned about Rodin, Rodnoveri. Um, it's a pagan Slavic faith where we had such a deep connection to nature through music and dance and song and and even some of the practices are s the same with indigenous people. Um, for instance, the act of smudging. Um, indigenous people call it smudging. Or the colloquial term now is smoke cleansing. But in Ukraine, it's called obukrivanya. Or how did it? Obkurevanya, there we go, obkurevanya. And that really just means the burning of herbs, but it's a sacred act. Um, and what's beautiful is that both of our cultures are so aligned. And I'm saying this because I think both cultures helped one another preserve their ways, because when Ukrainians migrated to Canada, we established really positive relationships with indigenous communities. Um, and I think it was because our ways were so similar. Um, and it's just, it's just beautiful. Um, that is what I know about um, the beautiful history of the two cultures. And I challenge you to do your own research. So if you are looking into learning more ways of connecting to nature and to that aspect of your spirituality through music 
and look into how your own culture um, did it. And you may be surprised to find similarities amongst many different cultures, or you may find differences, and that's fine. The reason why I ask you to do this is because your own culture will probably have different things that were important to it that they celebrate and honor in nature because the land shapes the magic, right? <laughs> the land shapes the culture. So yeah, that's my little prompt for you. Another prompt is my five tips. So this is how I like to connect to nature and I'm sharing it with you in the hopes that it will support you and inspire you to do the same with yourself. Because Mother Earth, she has so much to offer. <laughs> and it's a process of rewilding yourself and making yourself feel connected in a different way. Maybe it may seem more visceral. Or sensitive. It may heighten your senses. Um, but when walking into nature, I ask that you first listen. All musicians will tell you listening is imperative. And it's even more important in nature. Whether you're in a city or in the wild, Listening is important, not just because of its beauty, but also for you to be aware of your surroundings and to hear, you know, if an oncoming animal is present. So give yourself a moment to go outside. Whether it's a forest or even a strip of authentic grass at the park, you may or may not want to remove your shoes. Um, I recommend that you do that. You, it may allow you to feel more grounded. Take a look around to the left, to the right. What do you see? What do you notice? And then take a moment to listen around to the left, to the right, maybe up and down. What are the sounds? that you are hearing. Take it all in. You may even like to take some deep breaths. From your belly. What do you hear? Are these sounds familiar to you? Is it loud? Is it quiet? What colors do you see? What smells come to your nose? And finally, how is your body responding? You know, like when you're in that area, how is your body responding? Are you noticing that your body's relaxed or is it tensing up? What is your breath doing? This is the first step, listening. 
The next step is sharing. Um, the way I like to share in nature is through making sound, playing music. I sometimes will bring my portable instrument. My drum. My dulcimer. Maybe my rattle, my guitar, my ukulele. Anything that's portable <clears throat> and that's not too heavy. And uh, I also may bring my speaker with me so that I can listen to favorite songs or dance. I know. It sounds, for some it may sound ridiculous, but these practices are so important because it just gives you a new perspective on yourself and even nature. And it deepens your relationship with it. It's like having a conversation. Sometimes there may be, you know, songs or things that you'll whistle and you'll notice that the birds may respond back to you. <laughs> That's always a fun experience. And I suggest to just keep this process intuitive. Just listen and share whatever comes to your mind and whatever comes to your uh, hands or mouth. You know, experiment playing if you brought an instrument with different rhythms and different sounds. And you can also even ask the trees, what would you like to hear today? You know, you may be surprised because People may not think that plants are sentient, but they are. <laughs> music actually benefits them. They like hearing music. It stimulates growth in the trees, and it also um, provides more carbon to them, right? That's, isn't it cool? <laughs> I find it to be so cool um, how... You know, the trees give us oxygen, and we give them carbon. It's such a reciprocal relationship. So those are some ways that you can share. Another thing that you can do is record. Um, so now, a lot of the time, you can probably go on YouTube and find yourself a nice little track that's like meditation or nature sounds or all sorts of things. But... <clears throat> I want to challenge you to actually go and create your own. <laughs> so these things, they are called soundscapes. And a soundscape is pretty much where you go into nature and you create, you just record what you're hearing. Okay. I did one the other day and it sounds like this.
so it it really doesn't need to be that difficult. Um, it's as simple as if you have a smartphone or a device that records, you take that out, press hit, play, record, and boom, bada bing, there you go. <laughs> and then you can take that with you home. And, um, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping or if you're having trouble um, meditating or focusing, sometimes that music can really help with that because it's ambient. It doesn't necessarily have, it has its own unique structure to it. And you can also use it when maybe you don't have data or when you don't have access to the internet. Uh, you don't need to, I, I don't think you need data to listen to recordings on your phone because it's done directly. I also sometimes take it a step further and record myself in nature, uh, singing and playing away. I just let my Creative juices flow when I'm outside. Another is to research. Uh, take time, again, read up on your own culture. How is nature perceived? Are there specific nature sounds that your culture honors and celebrates or themes in the music um, that are like, wow, that's so familiar to me? Um, is music used in spiritual matters in your own culture? Another question is, how does nature play a role in spiritual ceremonies, if it does? And you may find that knowing more about your own culture will inspire how you can do it in your own way. And finally, community. I challenge you to get to know a local drumming circle or a hiking group, or maybe you want to create your own. Um... Explore music and nature with a friend or like-minded person. Um, when you do this, it establishes community, but it also establishes a new way not only to connect to nature, but to share it with someone else. And what a beautiful experience that is. And it could be a safe and fun way to explore what feels right for you in nature and your expression. See, in nature, there's no judgment. <laughs> so I find that people just let themselves be and let themselves go um, in the best way possible. Each person can take turns sharing their music or experiences. And you may find similarities or differences in your music, but the main goal is to have fun and enjoy making music with each... <clears throat> excuse me. To enjoy making music with each other in nature. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Connectivity. I am so grateful uh, that you are here with me this beautiful, I don't know if it's morning, afternoon, day or night where you are, but this beautiful time together was wonderful. Um, if you do have any questions, feel free to go to my website, music-soul.online. And you will find myself and all the things that I offer. And yes, I wish you all the best, all good things. 
and I hope these tips give you a start to using music as a way to connect to nature. And may you enjoy and have fun. Bye for now. See you next time.